So tonight it was nearly bedtime for my kids mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in the chair, got my foot up because I'm recovering from surgery for people who don't know I'm fine. Um, and there's a knock at the door and my wife answers the door and it's our across the street neighbor. And her brother was already over at our house playing a little bit with my sons. And we're like, Oh, are you here to play with the boys? And she walks up to me and holds out a crinkled paper and a pencil and says, help me with my math homework. Oh, and she's like, my dad said, you're a middle school teacher and you can help me with my math. <laughs> you said, I'm a language teacher. And uh, I was like, well, me. let me take a look. <laughs> and it was like, it was that new math, you know, that common core math. Yes. Which is much better. Which I don't hate. This isn't like a Cameron rants against common core math, but if you don't, know what they're doing it can be very confusing well this is the thing right so i was in math classes with students as a para Mm -hmm. and i even said at one point like now they're going to tell you to do it this way this way and this way because that's the way like we learned how to do it but like in my head i find it easier to do it this way and i showed and then the teacher goes no that's what we were going to show that's common core math and i was like no no this is this is like how I figured out how to do math easier. And she was Chance like, no, no, that's just how we genius. I was like, genius. oh, because like, that's just how I've always done math. Yeah, because this I, was just, this was single digit times double digit multiplication. Okay. Because um, yeah. I feel like when we were taught math, it was like, here's the algorithm. Learn the algorithm. The algorithm is everything. Mm-hmm. And no explanation of like what was really happening. Mm-hmm. So there was no real sense for what the numbers were doing. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's like, I mean, she was having to like draw circles to like keep track of everything, which I didn't love, but I understand because you're trying to visualize it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, here's your ones. How many ones do you have when you multiply the single digit by the ones digit? Mm-hmm. And then you group those up and move any up that you need to into your tens then you multiply your tens and if you group them and move them into the hundreds if you need to but it was like we're laying it out and seeing what's actually happening as we're multiplying um and it's wonderful because eventually if the teacher is any good and she actually keeps trying like she'll have a understanding yeah how multiplication yeah. works well and that was kind of my thing too is when i got into higher level math like i needed to start learning how to play with numbers Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't play with the numbers doing math the way I had been taught. Like, cause I had just been taught very strict rules. Um, mm-hmm. but I hadn't been taught like what was actually happening. Like the first time I started multiplying left to right instead of right to left, I was like, why was I not taught this? Like, cause it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you just add it all up at the end anyway. It, but multiplying left to right is so much easier, especially in your head. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to do like I don't know twenty three times three, it's a lot easier to go twenty times three is sixty, and three times three is nine sixty nine. Mm-hmm. I mean it just nice, um, nice. But I mean it just I mean it makes sense because if you're going the other way, you do three times three is nine, three times two is sixty, and then add them together. It doesn't matter what order you're doing it. It's yeah, just easier we- to track through going front left to right like everything else we do. In yeah, it's a lot easier to do in your head left to right than right to left. 
Mm-hmm. That's not something I figured out until like way late in high school and early college. Yes. So all that to say, everybody, math is a wonderful thing. <laughs> math <laughs> is a really cool thing. What what is the song you're singing? It's from School of Rock. Oh. Um. So yeah. Um. I was very jealous that they were being taught math a, a better way. <laughs> yes, be jealous. Because um, we we were just taught, like, this is what you do. You follow the steps. These yeah, are the you, steps. You follow the steps. These are the steps. But numbers are a lot of fun to just mess with. And that's why, like, Asher goes in and out with number blocks. But I really mm-hmm. like it when he's watching number blocks. Because I feel like number blocks is a good way of showing you, like, these things aren't, like, a five isn't, like, the static thing. Mm-hmm. Like a five is like infinite possibilities. Yes. I mean, even my youngest Nash, when he was three, my older son was watching number blocks and my youngest was doing multiplication mm-hmm. while watching number blocks. Like he was just like, yeah, two lots of three is six. And then you could ask him other stuff and he would just like be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you just can't. Because numbers weren't, like this list of rules they have to memorize. Mm-hmm. It's just these things that exist. Mm-hmm. And you can play with them. Uh, but that's all. That's all for math. There will be oh. no more discussion of math. Sad. In this episode. Sometimes I wish that I could change. But not for me, for you. So we could be together forever. But I know, I know that I want to for you. Because where were you for me? This is Henshin Fever, and I'm one of your hosts, Cameron. And I'm your other host, Chance, and that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's like that thing that I sent you the other day. I forget exactly what it said. I'm going to find it. This is great. a great way to start the show. Just a good energy. Um, I, send, I send you so many things. Oh. That's true. Yes, it says, in a movie... Western superhero holding up a comet accurate costume. Ugh, what is this piece of crap? Who would ever wear this? Not me. Spits. Meanwhile, common rider wearing a goofy mask and a toy belt. I am the coolest person who ever lived and everyone agrees. Everyone. <laughs> yep. It's true. It's so true. I mean, I remember that even like as a kid, I loved X-Men growing up and like went to see the X-Men movie. And they like make that joke where the, he'd like Wolverine's wearing the black leather, and mm-hmm. they're like, "What do you expect, yellow spandex?" And I'm like, "Yeah, kinda." <laughs> I did though. I don't I need did. these dark, edgy, new millennium X Men. No, but and, and and they've slowly been figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're still a, a contingent of older Gen Xers, um, like your Michael Bay's. Not Michael Bay. That's not who I was thinking of. Um, Justice League, the uh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Are we carrying over that that beef with Zack Snyder over to this podcast? No, I'm just saying like, <laughs> you've got you still got that contingent who's like you only use these costumes as a joke or to make a point, mm-hmm. and everything else is just very not saturated. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, so you still got that contingent. But most people, I think, like the color. And I think Common Rider is a big, like, example of how it can work and it can look really cool. Yeah, you just got to, like, go for it mm-hmm. a little bit. And when you go for it, you've gone for it. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna start us off by bringing us a little, uh, a little tokusatsu drama. Okay, I'm here um, for it. There, there's been, like, if you are listening to this and you are a Toku fan, I am sorry for butchering this. I am, I am a pretty new fan. If uh, you are hearing this for the first time, here we go. Like me. Um, but Simon Bennett, the showrunner of, I think, at least the last two Power Mm-hmm. Like the American one? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it would be American. It'd be uh, Super Sentai. Yeah. It'd be Super Sentai has apparently come on record as saying in a tweet something to the extent of like if Power Rangers doesn't get away from Super Sentai and Tokusatsu in general, it can never like it, it can never thrive. Wait, that's who that was. I saw that. I saw that tweet, and I thought it was just some dumb person. No, no, that was Simon Bennett. Apparently, mm. um, and that's it is, uh, I just been very controversial in the toku community from what i understand everything i come into just you know falls apart well i don't think i don't think this is going to affect the, the no stuff or the japanese the stuff. japanese stuff which is what we watch anyway they're like who cares about you you crazy americans but i was just curious your thoughts power rangers without super sentai but also just without tokusatsu i'm just curious what that would be Mm-hmm. That was. I mean, favorite. isn't Power Rangers without Super Sentai and Tokusatsu basically like Justice League? It's not even really that. It's, it's not even that. It's just like I don't know. The Power Rangers mighty the Power Rangers movie that came out, you know, five some years ago. See, but I thought that that was very Toku Tokui. Oh, I haven't seen it. Um, I don't know because it's just like that's what it is. Yeah, I agree. It'd be like saying, let's make murder, she wrote, but not have any murders. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really understand it either. And, you know, I think the argument of, like, what is tokusatsu is probably one we don't want to get into. Um, yes, because I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I would break it down for me. Like, it suits, it's action-focused. Fa- uh, um and the suits facilitate like a high level of special effects focus. Uh-huh. And I like you said, I don't know what we get if that's not what it is. Like, you know, uh, there were lots of like Power Ranger rip-off shows back mm-hmm. um well, what was the Beverly Hills one? Uh Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Oh, that's a great that's a great name. That tried to do like Power Rangers for teenagers. And they were just like 20-year-olds in professional wrestling suits, like doing martial arts moves. And I just is is that what we want? Is that is that what we're shooting for here? I don't I don't think so. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find the message. Yeah, because I was not reading it verbatim. I was just giving the uh the idea. His name is Simon Bennett, if that helps. Okay, that's not who it was, but it was the same kind of thing. Oh, there was a person, quote, tweeting Simon Bennett. Right, okay, now I see. Well, what does this no, say? No, 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 no. Um, uh, he says, I think, 
and this is only in my opinion, that to reach a large mainstream audience, the franchise has to move away from its tokusatsu roots. It's this that has kept Power Rangers niche for so long with U.S. audiences. It needs to do this in a way that is fresh and compelling. That's what Simon Bennett said. Um, And then the person that I was reading was responding to that and saying like, yeah, it's right because the episodes are so short and you have to have the transformations and the Megazord smashing the things. And um, it's like, it's like, and it just doesn't work. And it's like, but I feel like it's more than that. Maybe not Power Rangers. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of Power Rangers, but it feels like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, for me, I mean, you, you've got all sorts of different kinds of toku, right? Like, Ultraman is only the giant fight. Uh-huh. Like, it's all by a giant alien man fighting giant aliens. But then you've got, like, Rider, which is all, like, low-level fights. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like, and I feel like more than even just low-level fights, there's, like, an air, like a... There's like a hum- human side mm-hmm. in all the ones that I've watched, at least. I mean, I haven't gotten there with Gotchard yet as much, but there is de- definitely that human element. I mean, there's even, you've talked about entire series that are more like family dramas with a little mm-hmm. bit of, you know, Toku thrown in there just as a treat. Yes. Yes. There's several seasons. So, I mean, from that perspective, you could make something like a Power Rangers that's more like that, but still has some of those things. Yeah. I agree, but w- I guess my question would be, and, and we don't have to dwell on it, is that Power Rangers reaching a greater audience? Or is that, like, something else we're calling Power Rangers reaching a greater audience? Mm-hmm. And would it reach a greater audience? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even know what it is. Like, one that's not based on, like, fights and special effects. Like, I think you could get a, you could do away with the mecha side kind of like a common rider and just do the the like we street are level. yeah we're we're fighting in the streets kind of thing and i think you could do the opposite of that too where you could like do away with the street level and make it about like mech pilot mm-hmm. which would I mean, also be really cool i'm kind of here for that let's let's do that one yeah i i, I think you could do either one and it'd be really cool mm-hmm. but I mean, neither of those things are anti-tokusatsu. You've got tokus that do both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Power Rangers is sort of in the middle. Yeah. Of the two, not really extremes, but kind of we have these two camps and Power Rangers is somewhere in the middle. But when I think about it, like my personal favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But my favorite Spider-Man stories are those friendly neighborhood Spider-Man mm-hmm. stories. Like there was a whole comic a few years back that was just friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and it was like pretty street level. It was it only was like twelve or thirteen issues, but in the end, like Spider-Man's in trouble, and all the people in the town are like, "No, this is our neighborhood," and it's just like kind of the community coming to rally around um, Mm Spider-Man that I really loved, Um, and I I like those stories. I feel like the Miles Morales Spider-Man game kind of is the same way where it's all about just being that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Um, and so you could tell a story like that that's more community-focused mm-hmm. beyond just, like, the kids hanging out at the juice bar or whatever at Ernie's. Or yeah, I, more more community than that. Yeah, and I think with Power Rangers, you've had seasons like that for sure. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I, I'd watch something like that. Um, and for those of you at home, yes, Cameron did just commit us to watching the tokusatsu season of Spider-Man. There is one? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> yes, Cameron just did. Did just. Uh, I, I want that. Where can I? Where can I find it? And I want all of that. Oh, I think and it's on Tuku.fun. Okay, well, I'm just gonna go look right now. Um, Let do-do-do. me see if it's there. Search. It's often called in media Spider-Man, but it that's just to differentiate it. It's just Spider-Man. Nothing. It doesn't come up with anything. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, if you are you at Toku.fun? Uh-huh. Um, if you click on like the little thing that brings up all the series and go down to the very bottom, they have Toei. Oh, Toei Spider-Man. Oh my goodness. Chance. Oh, I need to see pictures. Yes. 41 ep- there's 41 episodes. And Spider-Man does have a very famous mech. Oh my gosh. I need to look up some pictures. This is live reaction. This is better than a toy unboxing video for anybody that watches those sort of things. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my life. My heart. 6.5% on IMDb. It's at least an 11 out of 10. I haven't even watched it. This oh, is... Wow. This is a great poster. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not ever watching anything ever else ever again until I watch all of this. <laughs> Just the Toku seasons, but I've I've heard nothing but good things. Honestly, the visuals are apparently pretty dated. Obviously, yes. I mean, when is this from? Seventy-eight. Of course, they're going to be dated, but I mean, that's fun though. Yeah, but I've heard nothing but good things. Okay, well, um, sorry, Common Rider Wizard, you're going on the back burner. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm going to need to remember that. I'm just going to fold this up, put it in my pocket, save that for later. All right. We will, Spider-Man. We will be back with Toei Spider-Man updates periodically. We've just created a new segment. I got our first, our first official segment. Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about what Simon Bennett said. Yeah. Um, I feel like it could be. Imagine. It's hard to imagine, but I feel like it's. I mean, and he's like the showrunner. He's like a person who probably knows what he's talking about. I don't know. Because, again, I don't know if showrunners are necessarily always the smartest people about their source material. Mm-hmm. Just hearing about things that come from, like, The Witcher. Oh, yeah. Kind of all of that stuff. Um, or just about anything that's based off of anything else. Um, I don't know if showrunners are necessarily people who understand their source material. So I'm not going to weigh in. Um, it is interesting. I yeah, think it could, could be interesting to make something that's compelling, but I think Toku is compelling. Yeah, and that's kind of my thing. It's like, I don't know. I like how I said I'm not going to weigh in and then instantly weighed in. You did. It's true. But I, we get what you're saying. You're not taking a hard stance. And I'm I'm not for or against it either. I just don't know, like, you know, I, I think that Power Rangers can get away from Super Sentai and be its own thing. Sure. You know, I think it can, like, really hone in and focus on one aspect of the show and make it that thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know what it means to not have a tokusatsu power ring. Yeah. I just, I just don't get what that means. I don't understand it. Because Power Rangers is a tokusatsu. <laughs> yeah. It's like, over the summer, I read, there's like a, com- a short, a limited comic series that was um, Power Rangers Meet the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It was really good. Like yeah. it and it told like a it kind of focused in a little bit on like Zach and his relationship with his parents and kind of the pressures of being a Power Ranger. Um while there's also like world ending threats from Lord Zed 
and all of that stuff. And it's just like really cool and fun. Um, Brainiac is also there because of course it's a crossover. Um, but it's just, it was like a really good little story that was being told through, I mean, some Western superhero stuff, but then also that Toku side of things that yeah. it was just, it was fun and it was compelling. So, yeah. And I'm just like everybody else. Like, I think what the comics have been doing with the Power Rangers is great, but that's still tokusatsu. It's still people mm-hmm. in suits fighting monsters and people in other suits. I mean, I don't know. Um, that being said, we don't have to focus on this anymore. We've got no. Spider-Man. we got Kamen Rider Gotchard. Yeah. What else do you need? What else do you need? Um, we're going to be bringing you guys updates with um, like tokusatsu we, we, we've been watching and like where we are in Kamen Rider. Um, but this is only a few days after we recorded the last episode, um, because as we told you last week, this was very slapdash. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I've only watched like one episode of Wizard since then. So yeah, I have watched two episodes of Blade, two episodes of Blade. So, Common um, so, yeah. Rider Chalice is one of the coolest looking Common Riders out there. So yeah, we'll get back to you with more probably in our next episode. Yeah, yeah, and you know. Time permitting, we'll have more to talk about, and time not permitting, we'll have less. So, yes. All of that being said, I think it's time we jumped into Kamen Rider Gotchard. Kamen Rider Gotchard. Gotcha and go! Gotcha and go! <laughs> I feel good about our name of our show after watching the episode, and it would say things like, Steam Hopper Fever! Yes, I actually <laughs> I thought, I thought that too, because they always have like, they always call like the finisher something. Um, I don't know what they called if they called it anything in um, uh, Kuga or Agito, but I know like no. Ryuki had venting um, in. Oh man, I'm forgetting all of them that I knew. But the final attack always has like a something something mm-hmm. like yeah, like in Wizard where it's like special. Yeah, or it's funny because the belt is like saying stuff. So when he gets like his powered up moves, he's like. Flame Dragon, special, very nice. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice for them. It's Fever for here. Um, in uh, I think it's Exade. It's perfect. Um, so in this one, it's Fever. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, we nailed that. We really split the uprights on that one. Total total accident, but I, I was going to bring that up too. We, we totally meant... It was, it was totally planned. We were talking with um, all the you know, all the people yeah, doing the things. And we're like, what's your phrase? You know, we almost went with Henshin very nice, but <laughs> decided to go with fever. Henshin, perfect. <laughs> um, Special, very nice. Please. We could have been Henshin, please. Henshin, please. It has to be a W. <laughs> Henshin, please. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about episode two. Of Common Rider Gotchard. Mm-hmm. Um, just up top, Chance, what were your general thoughts on the episode? Uh, I'm much more excited to talk about this one because um, it was a lot of what I wished the first episode was. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, very positive. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way. I do feel like it was kind of squished a bit too much. Mm-hmm. Like I wish they kind of spread it out over two episodes, let it breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just it felt kind of rushed to have all the different things that they were doing um, within the you know the 22 23 minute episode 
Yeah, I felt that a little. I felt that a lot worse in the premiere than this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, because my general thoughts on the premiere were that was good. That has a lot of elements I like, but everything is just happening way too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you that it's the same in this one, um, especially like this episode is very keen on us knowing that like um, Hodoro has like a special relationship and a special understanding with the Kenny. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that definitely comes across. Yeah, but I feel like we could like we could have spent more time developing that, more of a mm-hmm. show not tell thing. Yes, because that definitely did just tell. Yeah. Where his team, or is it Minoto? Mm-hmm. I think he's just like, but don't you see? He can really understand them. It's like, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know, you kind of get that from the from the beginning. You kind of get that, like he was developing a relationship with Hopper One, and that's why Hopper One chose him. That kind of mm-hmm. retrospect, I kind of get that. Um, and then in this one, like I don't know, I think they could have played up like. The alchemists have complicated feelings about chemies, and they think they're just tools. And mm-hmm. like, you could have you could have played up that aspect a little bit, and then brought in Hotero's like a juxtaposition, like, "Hey, stop that! They don't like that," or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like Kudo is it Kudo? Yeah, she definitely feels that way. Of just like chemies are like they're a menace almost of these things that we need to stop, yeah, but not like see. things that we need to you know that are capable of really like sentience almost mm-hmm. um, things that we really need to be concerned in that, in that regard about. Yeah. So they, they, again, they're, they're doing a lot of telling, not a lot of showing. Um, and I agree with you like this, like that could have been an element that was stretched out. The, the test is something that was super rushed and could have been stretched mm-hmm. out. Um, and even like the know. villain, like the main villain monster. Oh, it like, didn't even really come in until the very end of the episode. And it was just like a wham, bam, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of liked that. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to be over. It was very funny watching this monster throw down a skateboard and ride at them. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, let's get into the episode. Let's recap it real fast. Um, I think these recaps will go fairly quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, we start right where the last episode ends mm-hmm. um, where they're Minoto and Kudo or with Ichinose or Hodoro. I'm just talking about how they're alchemists. And he's like, what? I feel like I really like Ichinose. I feel yeah. like he's just generally so excitable and just like, what? what? Huh? And at the yeah. end of the episode when he's like, gotcha! I, I, like I, yes, I like this boy. I like him too. I like he seems like a real kid. Like he's like alchemist. That means I get to do magic. And it's not until like way later in the episode where he's like, "What is that? <laughs> what is this for real?" Which I feel like would be most people. It's like, oh yeah, you do a magic thing, whatever. Uh huh. And then you're like, wait, wait, what now? What again? <laughs> How do I do that? Um, yeah. But they're having that conversation, um, and then they're like, "I'm a I'm a teacher at the." alchemy academy mm-hmm. and he's like wait you go to two schools and all this stuff and they're like we'll just show you um and then we see us that that scene again outside that wall where we saw kudo in the previous episode like raise the stuff up to go into it and it turns out she was going to the academy and 
not to her house. I thought she was going to her house last week. I was like, oh. she just lives in this this uh, place. But that's not it. It's the Alchemy Academy. I guess I did know that there was an Alchemy Academy, so I had that. that yeah, happened. I didn't at the time, but now I do, and I'm here for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a magic school. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. And they imply in this episode that there's, like, other alchemy societies. So I'm kind of like, ooh, maybe... Yeah, introducing them later on, they do things different. They have different magic. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That probably will not happen. But no. Um, But they go into main lab setting. Yeah, Um, and probably gonna be our hub for the season. Yeah, but it is. um, Ichinose is going to be need to take a test in order to join the Alchemy Academy. And what is his test chance? Um. This is this is one of the things I thought was squished the most in the episode. Um, Kemi's has different weight, and he's got to figure out a way. He's given no guidance, no nothing to research, nothing to look up. Just figure out a way to get the mantis, and I don't know what the other card. A Dory something. Yeah, I, I, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, some sort of monster. Like a Kemi a chance. Monster? They're called a Kemi. Yeah. Um, but the two to weigh equal amounts, even though the bird weighs a lot more than the mantis. Um, and several times at the end of this episode, they'll, they'll reference how he should have done this. Yeah, but there's no, how would he have known? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, I thought you were a teacher. I guess that probably the way you would have done it would have been more like mentally figuring something out. <laughs> Well, he's not even taught like how he could manipulate the cards. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But you know, most people um, probably just figure it out another way. But but I also kind of get it. We need to get him into this academy. Uh huh. Um, I get it. Yeah, and um, I thought it was very funny. His solution in the end, it made me laugh. Yeah, we'll get there. I liked it too. Um, and at some point, I don't remember where exactly in the episode we get our first glimpse, like first viewing of the theme song. Yes. Um, which I thought was a real bop. It was. It is so good. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a rap in there. Mm-hmm. Um, love that. Really, all the music so far, like even throughout this episode, I was just like, I really like this. Yeah, I, the the music while he was fighting, like his victorious end music, I loved it. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me a little bit, not entirely, but of um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, uh, Torna, The Golden Country. Oh. Like just sort of that, sort of like a poppy, a little mm. bit jazzy, brassy vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's just like really fun. I mean, a little bit of like the main battle theme from Dragon Quest Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which okay. is again, is like, it feels very like pulpy and sort of like, uh, like old school Batman, Adam West Batman kind of era music. Are you um, talking about the general vibe of the music or just the theme song? Um, the general vibe of the music, mm-hmm. like the throughout the episode, not so much the theme song, but uh, so just to get our lingo straight, because we are both very new to Tokusatsu, um, the the tracks that play when a character is doing something or fighting or something like that, those are called insert theme. Makes sense. Um, and I thought the Gotchard insert theme um, at the the fight at the end was very good. It was mm-hmm. very catchy. I was like, yeah, this music got me pumped. I'm here for it. And also, I don't know how I never noticed until I was watching the um, intro music, intro section of like Gotchard's eyes being the arrows. 
Oh yeah. Orange arrows. I just never noticed that. And I'm like, Ooh, I like that. I noticed it, but mostly because I have looked at buying a driver several times and it's very <laughs> obvious on there. Good. As you okay. should. This is actually, this is, this is actually re- related. I will probably not buy a driver mostly because I don't want to buy cards. I mean, you have to buy all 101. Well, they're, they're selling the cards in booster packs. Yeah, so you're never going to find them all. Yeah, I'm just not for that. And, like, each card, instead of, like, some cards being rarer than others, they, each card has, like, several different rarities that can be. Mm, but you can use, weird. like, the lesser card rarities. But I just, you know, I don't need a, a common Hopper 1, a rare Hopper 1, a super rare Hopper 1, an ultra rare Hopper 1. A promotional rare hopper one like all i do like i don't need that i I don't want to like get a whole bunch of duplicates for no reason so i just don't think that the gotchard toys are going to be when i break into that market i'll see what's next but the way oh man the time would have been yeets uh but everything was already sold out by the time i i got into it but those buckles are just the coolest thing anyway um but in the driver, it's really cool because you put the two cards in and um, the designs on the backs are actually half of each helmet. And then mm-hmm. when you pull the things on the side, it pushes the helmet together, completes the picture, and the two arrows become that we're showing, like these are going to go this way, become mm-hmm. the eyes. That's cool. So the, when, you, when you actually like watch a video about how the, the driver works, it's pretty cool. Yeah, which is interesting because in science... Um, just in standard, like scientific, not necessarily, maybe notation, but like arrows symbolize the direction of energy. Oh yeah. Um, Cause when my sixth graders right now, we're talking about it's light and energy. And like, that's the things we're talking about. It's like arrows are used to denote the way energy moves or the mm-hmm. arrows pointing to where the energy is going. Um, and so like just seeing the eyes with the arrows, it's just like those energies from those two chemis are just coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it's really well thought out yeah i think it's really well done i think it's really cool um i don't love that the got the the driver is just a brick but like kind of there's a lot of thought put into it and apparently i just learned this there's a big hole in the top like mm-hmm. a big, like hole for something so apparently things are going to start building on it eventually okay i can't wait to see that um but, well that's yeah. what everyone assumes the hole is for anyway. It's got to be for something. Maybe it's there to trick us. <laughs> it could be. They'll get this toy and think there's more. <laughs> Suckers. But yeah, sorry, I just wanted to get that in because I thought that's a really cool. That's a really cool thing that the the thing does. I like that it pushes the two cards together, completes the helmet, mm-hmm. and then the two arrows become the eyes. It's it's neat. It is neat. That is neat chance. Um, but that's the opening theme song, and it's mm-hmm. great. And oh, then, really? Yeah, I'm trying to think the exact turn of events. But he has that task to make the cards the same weight. Mm-hmm. And they have like literal weight too. Sometimes. Which, which I sometimes like. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they have weight. Sometimes they don't. This is true. Only once did they not. But mm-hmm. but I mean, last week he was holding that Steamliner card like it was nothing. So yeah. I don't know. If I was holding a freight train in a card, that might be difficult. But, you know, whatever. But he has that task, and then, um, well, uh, Kuda. Oh right, she's upset about the Kimmies because she's like, 
the Kimmies got out because this man who's a traitor, he took them like 10 years ago. Yeah. The he so yeah, she explains that the Academy used to watch over those Kemi cards, but then they were stolen ten years ago by someone who's been branded a traitor. And immediately, immediately when that happened, I was like, Oh, it's gonna come out eventually that the Alchemy School is evil. <laughs> immediately. So we'll just jot that down, pin it <laughs> over here, so we can come back to it when that happens. Yeah. Um also, it's revealed that the handsome Japanese man was Kudo's father? I think so. They also reveal his name in the previously on. I know. They're like, Kudo Fuga. And it's like, hold on. <laughs> it's like, no one, no one ever said that, show. <laughs> this, is, this is new. This is new yeah. information. Um, but yeah, so... They, and then, yeah, she goes off and... He's telling her, in a memory, he's telling her a story about a hero alchemist. And she's like, it's it's like you, Dad. He's like, why is it like me? And she went, because you're my hero. And it's very cute. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, my heart. And then she it cuts to modern day, and she's like, foolish. And like, I hate my dad. My dad's the worst. What? I mean, in these shows, we have always have parents going away for the greater good. Uh-huh. And he just, can you... Does it really work? Doesn't seem to. Seems to cause some problems. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not entirely certain that that's not also uh, Ichinose's dad. I don't know. <laughs> they could be brother and sister. Um, yeah. Well, that actually leads us to uh, Ichinose going home. Yeah, he goes home. He's like, sorry, I forgot to call mom. He's like, getting ready to help her out. She's like, you need to change your clothes, young man. Because he's dirty. But you did Barely. miss the best part of the entire episode. His mom has uh, this very sing-songy way of saying his name. And she's like, Hotoro! <laughs> yes, we'll just always say it that way from now on. Hotoro! Hotoro! Um, and he comes in and she has him change. And then they're doing dishes. Like, kind of mm-hmm. getting things clean. They just have a heart-to-heart. That's a really nice moment. She's like, I can tell you found your thing. Yeah. And he's like, I think I have. Um, which and he's again, like, why did dad leave? Well, yeah. And then they're talking about leaving, and apparently his dad is off chasing his dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just can't be mad at someone who chases after their dream. Which I, I could I be pretty mad. I watched this episode tonight with my wife just to see if she had any takes. She really didn't. She said, like, I don't really. It was fun. Uh-huh. Um, that's what she said. But I watched this episode with, with her. And she goes, you still could be mad, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine to still be mad. <laughs> if we started this family and then you just took off to chase your dream. I think I'm entitled. Yes. My dream is to be mad at you. <laughs> my dream is to be mad at you. Um, but it's a sweet moment. I like that mom's going to be part of the show. She's got a cute scene with uh, Kuda and Ichinose in the um, opening. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that you yeah, have some more of that because that's something I really loved when I watched Kuga mm-hmm. because um, Yusuke lived above this like coffee shop, and then so there was the owner of the coffee shop who was kind of like the man who raised him. Um, he just called him um, uncle, I want to say. I can't remember. Um, but he was just like this dorky guy who always made bad jokes. 
Um, and they were like, oh, come on. But like, you knew that they really loved him a lot. Um, but mm. it was just like this really special relationship that you got to see play out. And so getting to see something like that again, um, I like it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping as well, there, you know, Kamen Rider Saber, mm-hmm. um, when I watched it, kind of the, one of the bigger bummers is that like only the people who were involved in the plot were really like relevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like there was, but my favorite character in that, well, my second favorite character in that show, he had a son that would just like come and be like, being a common writer so cool, dad. I was like, I want that dynamic a little more. Yeah, it <laughs> like, is cool. Um, so yeah, I just like when they have families and like that can like expand the world a little. Mm-hmm. You, know, you just kind of feel the stakes a little bit that way, mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, they have that nice moment. And I really like it. And then do we have the skateboard? Yeah, yeah. And then we introduce the skateboard. Um, Ichinose's friend, the the monster guy, uh-huh. who needs to get a focus episode or something. He, yeah, he needs, needs to have a little bit of something. He needs to either get a focus or get out of the show. Like I don't, I don't care which. Yeah, you know, like I knew monsters were real, like in every episode. Yeah, you know, in um, in Wizard, there's the the sidekick guy. Uh huh. Um, I forget his name. Just totally blinked it. But yes, you you have him. But at least like he's introduced with like a focus. Like you get uh-huh. you get his idea, and he's unfortunately, from what I've heard, kind of just like a delivery boy and comic relief in Wizard. Yeah, in Wizard. Yeah, I mean that's kind of been his whole thing. But he like wants to help out, and he's had the last full arc that I watched. He was kind of more of a focus of it, of like wanting to be more helpful. Um, yeah. Kind of. Helps drive the plot along in a way that was nice. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, that's the way to do a character like that. Like, I don't. Right now, this is just a random guy who gets way too physical with Ichinose one time. Mm-hmm. Scree, scree, scree. <laughs> um. So, like, give us, give us something about him. Um. Oh, I think it's important when Ichinose left the Alchemist Academy. We got two more characters so we're gonna have students it's not gonna just well, we don't see them till the end of the episode oh really yeah they're not till the very end oh so you're getting ahead of yourself i guess i am i thought we saw the one guy at the end but i thought we saw these two at the we see all three all three of the other characters that seem okay. to be associated with the okay. alchemy academy yeah because well we see all three of them in the alchemy okay so well um, i guess we don't one see is we see one outside. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Will we? I don't know. We said this would be quick. <laughs> and here um, we are. Um, but the skateboard is out trying to have some fun. He mm-hmm. possesses a real skateboard and does some sweet stunts. Yeah. And then the kid gets on it. and does some sweet stunts. Yeah. It's a cute scene. And the one guy is just like, the skateboard is talking and it's alive. He's like, monsters are real. Okay, dude. It's like, it's a skateboard. Yeah. But no I don't know what you're talking about. Guys pull up. Uh-huh. And it's like instantly coded as bad dudes ripping off their ski masks. Yeah. Um, um, we cut to the back of the, the car and it's just duffel bags full of money. Mm-hmm. Nobody's good with a duffel bag full of money. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're a bad guy. Just car blown. Mm-hmm. Um, ripping they, the, they covered up the license plate on their car and he's ripping the cover off. Yeah, yeah, and the, it looks like the other guy's like taking off some decals or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are smooth criminals. They are smooth criminals. 
Um, and then they drive away, but their malice starts attracting the skateboard. Mm-hmm. Skibo. Skibo. You might be thinking, they're just robbers. How much malice could they have? Well, <laughs> you're in for, you better buckle up when we get there. Um, and then it cuts to um, maybe the same park, maybe a different park. I, I don't know. know. It seems like it's different. Um, but Ichinose is there trying to puzzle out what to do. Yeah, what to do about the cards. And um, we get probably my favorite part of the episode, which is just like info dump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kuda shows up and she's like, I would use my ring to adjust the weights, blah, 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 blah. Because you can like, just do that once you have one of these rings, but you yeah. don't. Sucks to suck. And he's like, you know, what is alchemy? It's like, welcome to the cuff. Uh-huh. She explains it's more a science than a magic. Um, that they just take what is and change it. Mm-hmm. She starts floating all the playground things like in a circle. Yeah. And then it. she explains that all effects of alchemy are temporary. Unless they're not. And those are Kimmy's. Yeah. Uh, she explains... There's a one in a million chance that the effect of an alchemy thing will end up being permanent and even take on sentience. Mm -hmm. And those are the chemi. Yes. Um, And she's like, so you have to worry about that. Um, But even more than that, you have to worry about the, like the abyssal sisters Mm -hmm. um, who we met last week, which chance and I did some research into those. Yeah. Um, They're the names of the face, which I should have known. Yeah, uh, it's just right there. Atropo, Lachesis, and Clotho. Mm-hmm. Um, which the fates classically live in the underworld, so Abyssal Sister kind of works. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we don't even see them in this episode. A bit of a bummer, but... A, a bit, but I... But I mean, it's, it, it was just them every single week. Yeah. It'd just be like, what, what are we doing? I don't know. But seeing that there's other threats... That are possible. Yeah, and I, I, I really liked the idea of like there really only being three bad guys, and they mm-hmm. just like use the monsters to take on other forms. Um, I didn't think that would actually be what happened, but I liked the idea. Um, but I think what we get, like people of malice corrupting the chemis, and then them the chemis turning them into monsters, is yeah, it's a cool idea. It is a cool idea. Um, and so we kind of, we have this discussion of just like these are the things we have to like be concerned about. That's what we in the Alchemy Academy are like protecting the world against these threats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut back to the robber, mm-hmm. <laughs> the yes. robbers, and they're like, "This is so much money! Like, I'm never gonna have to work again." It's like, all thanks to our teamwork. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "It's all thanks to our teamwork, brother." <laughs> it's like the most like. We did it together speech ever. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, about that. And he throws him off the bridge. <laughs> throws him off the bridge. He straight up murders this dude. Presum- yeah, presumably to his death. He could have survived, but probably not. <laughs> Just like grabs him by the ankle and throws him off. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous. Like, um, And then he's like, now I have all the money. Ha, ha, ha. And, and then the skateboard is like, okay, yes, I want this. Yeah, well, it, the skateboard doesn't seem to want. No, but it gets compelled by it. Yeah, his malice seems to draw him in, and he becomes 
skateboard this is, guy. This is why I love Tokusatsu. He becomes a skateboard monster. <laughs> I love it. I love it you so much. Want a skateboard monster. Um, Just who wouldn't? I'm trying to think what happens next. Um, is there another scene with um, Ichinose? Yeah, yeah. So this is Ichinose. Um, and this is where he explains that, like, she explains that they need to seal away the chemis. And he's like, but what? how do the chemis feel? And she's like, what? Yeah, what do you mean? Like, Yeah. And it's at the end of this scene, I believe, while they're walking together, that we get, like, a zoom in on an Alchemist Academy symbol on a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. That might be later, but there is definitely that at some point in this. Oh, it's before the fight, and the fight's about... When they gave him the motorcycle. Oh, yeah, it is. He rides off on the motorcycle. Um, But there is... And then they do have a scene at the very end Mm -hmm. where, again, we see him. Yeah, well, we we see all of him. We'll get there. We will get there. Um, The episode is... Teasers and spoilers. Yeah, the episode is is teasing it constantly and just shows it, man. His suit in the... In the the intro video. Yeah. um, Seems like a cool guy. (laughs) <laughs> we'll get there. Um, but yeah, so they're they're walking and talking and then Hopper, while he's talking about like being friends with Hopper, Hopper starts pulling him away. Mm-hmm. And then we see the skateboard monster robs an armored car mm-hmm. and takes all the money and then begins in what I think is the proudest tradition of tokusatsu, which is just the police absolutely getting their clocks cleaned. Yes. By the monster. <laughs> yes. There's a reason you need armored warriors to fight these guys. Uh, yeah, because I mean, well, when I watched Kuga, it was like, how are there any cops left in Tokyo <laughs> at this point? They're all yeah. dead. Not just beat up. They've been murdered. Yeah. I would say they don't murder as many people in modern eras of Toku, but there's a few times when a lot of people die in Yeats. There's a there's an entire game where they play it on a platform that's constantly falling and only one person can survive. It's oh it's a bit much. Interesting. Anyway, going back. Um, but then he's just beating them all up, and then um, Ichinose and uh, Kudo come around mm-hmm. the corner. And he's like, "Stop! You need to stop!" And um, Kudo does some alchemy stuff. Mm-hmm. She attacks him with uh, like manhole covers. manhole covers, which is pretty fun. It is pretty fun. And the skateboard comes, and this is where Ichinose realizes like the skateboard doesn't want to do this. Like mm-hmm. his malice is... Yeah, like the skateboard's trying to escape, and then the guy is like, no, and pulls him back. Yeah. Um, I guess he likes the power. Um, and then he breaks out of the manhole covers and almost takes out Kuda, which... Ichinose has to grab her and move her again. This seems to be a recurring theme. <laughs> this is the third time in two and episodes. But I also, it's like, it's just a dude on a skateboard. <laughs> You're pushing her out of the way like it's a steam train again. <laughs> it's an evil dude on a skateboard who just took out a bunch of cops. He's just like normal human size. <laughs> um, and then he's like, I'll take care of this. And he transformed. Um, and... I like this action just across the board. The action from here on, mm-hmm. the rest of the episode is pretty much action. I like it way more than last week. Yeah, it's really, it's like very fun. I'm yeah. love the motorcycle stuff. It's it's all very good. I, I don't know what there is to talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they fight. They fight. He runs away on a skateboard. 
he's like, I can't catch him on a skateboard. And then in probably the laziest part of the entire episode, um, Mr. Minato like, comes. He's like, I got this gold motorcycle. Gold Dash wanted to go for a ride for some reason. <laughs> dash, dash, dash. And then uh, Ichinose talks to him. He understands his heart. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, can I take it? And he's like, sure. And he wants to go with you. And then he's like, Ichinose understands the chemis. <laughs> cool. He's like, okay, <laughs> whatever you say. And then as he's driving off, um, that's when we see the leather jacket. With the alchemy yeah, symbol. But it has the alchemy symbol on it, like the A. Yeah. Yeah, and then Ichinose drives off, and this is the coolest rider machine ever. It is. It has, like, arms. It has, like, arms. It's it's just gold. It is so cool. Yes. Um, I love this thing. I I really hope we see it more than we've seen rider machines in the past. <laughs> I imagine since it's it is a Kimmy, and this is a s- season about those that it would come up more because it's like just part of his tool belt. Yeah, rider machines have a bad habit, especially in every season I've seen, of just kind of like becoming like, oh, we remember late in the season we had that. Yeah, I've, I mean, I'm not super far into Wizard, but I feel like I've seen it once, <laughs> and that's not yeah. even like the more modern era. I will say Wizard. Wizard, at least in my mind, in the few episodes I've seen, at least like rides it two places. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that's all I'm asking for. Just you got this cool motorcycle. Kugi did it all the time. Yeah, just ride it two places. I don't need you to fight on it all the time. He also fought on it sometimes. Yes. There's also that very famously weird scene <laughs> where he's pursuing the bad guy through like a dilapidated building, riding the motorcycle and doing tricks. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's like he's just right. He's literally right there. Yeah, and I, I really don't mind like you know the whole like oh I did a really fast stop and then use the back of my motorcycle to hit the to hit you mm-hmm. kind of like yeah I do love that actually doing that once in a while I have no problems with it but lately like and I say lately because I've only really seen the Reiwa era like they they like to have them just show up where they need to be instead of like mm-hmm. riding on a motorcycle. It's just so much cooler on the motorcycle. Yeah, because I mean, this whole thing where he's pursuing him, and it's like he puts this, he turns into the skateboard and is directing the wheels, and he's like spinning out, and they're about to crash into the thing, and he turns into the steam hopper and launches the motorcycle up, and is flipping through the air and getting his gun already. Um, zips really past cool. and does a sweet slide and <laughs> blasts him. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. It was, yeah. This whole this whole thing is cool. Um, oh, we should mention that he does put two cards in his belt, but all it does is like an attack with the combined chemis and doesn't mm-hmm. become an armor set. Yeah, I don't know if it will become an armor set later. Um, I know a lot of people think that it attacking as like a static picture was kind of stupid, but it's an attack. It's fine, whatever. It wasn't like an official form. He yeah. just didn't attack. Just an um, attack. So anyway, but yeah, this whole this whole motorcycle chase is really cool, and um, I think it's like a really cool proof of concept mm-hmm. for the whole like alchemy thing when he like turns into the the fused form, kicks his own bike up in the air, like reforms on the bike, mm-hmm. like with the whole alchemy of like changing the nature of things, 
Yeah, it's like he can clearly do the thing that he's been tasked to do yeah. with the cards, but like intuitively. Yeah, yeah, intuitively and like just like on a production conceptual level, like this was the kind of like action they were hoping to go with this, I think. Yeah, because I mean you see it also when he's like doing the rider kick. Mm-hmm. He like transforms into the steam hopper and then jumps super fast and powerful and then right at the end transforms back. Which is so much better. Because, like, I was a little... Dis- I thought the rider kick was cool enough in the first episode. Like, that's kind of weird. He disappears into steam, and then, like, the bug shows up, and then he reforms, and then he kicks. Like, that, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It seems like an lot, awful lot of steps. But, like, transforming into it and jumping at them, and then midway through the jump, like, transforming, transforming back. I That I like a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Um, so I... The action worked for me in this episode in a way that kind of didn't in the first episode. Like, he just, like, takes out his gun and shoots, I guess, steam in the first one. And suddenly they're in a black room that he kicks him out of. I was mm-hmm. like, I mean, that's a cool visual. I don't know what happened. But yeah, in this one, like... I'm seeing, like, it's Mantis Blades. Yeah. Flashing him up. Um, but then he's defeated. Mm-hmm. And the skateboard comes out and he captures it in the card. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, oh, my money. Because he was eating all the money and devouring it. And then it just is all fluttering. Yeah, it's all fluttering. And then I think in one of my favorite my favorite choices that this episode makes, he just rides away. But don't worry about it. He's not just leaving a dangerous bad guy because you hear sirens. And they mm-hmm. must They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> the police that got beat up called back up. We, we don't see them, but they're coming. Um, yeah, and then I mean, that's the end of the fight. It's really good action. Highly recommend. Yeah, it's just like a different level of action than like Kuga. Yeah, well, yes, obviously. Um, but it's really fun. It's very, very pleasant to enjoy. Yeah, and then we get kind of the wrap up of the episode where the cards he's able to get them to balance, mm-hmm. and they're like, "How did you do that?" He's like, "I asked him." And you're like, oh, that's kind of smart. That's kind of fun that he just like, because he knows them. But then you get the scene where he's like, please, please be lighter. Please, please lose weight. Please fatten up. Yeah. He's like, I asked uh, Commandus to eat more and I asked the other one to go on a diet. Yeah. Because at first I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Because he can just like understand them and communicate them in a way that they could mm-hmm. do that for him. But then you realize what he actually did. Yeah. And. I don't know if it's now or later, but I think it's just worth saying. Um, And we also kind of get his, like, you know, I don't know if it's all riders, but it's definitely all but Geats and Revice have, like, kind of an end goal. Like, um, Otaro in uh, Zero One. I've never actually said that name out loud, so if I said it wrong, I apologize. His thing was, like, I want human gears, which is, like, AI robots. And humans to be able to live and smile together. That's like his his thing. It's what he wants. That feels pretty classic. Um, and then um, Torna wants like people to be able to um, enjoy stories together, um, like in a free it, it, smile together and enjoy stories together uh, in Saber. And we get like Ichinose is now is like I want to live free with my Kemi friends. Yeah, and smile. Yeah, so... Just chilling uh, with McKimmy's. Yeah, Geats didn't really have that, and um, 
Revice. Revice didn't really have that because he was more of like a reluctant hero, like I'm doing this to protect my family. Mm-hmm. Less like like in totality altruistic, but yes. um, but I I mean I, I enjoy that as a sort of mm-hmm. end goal what the character is shooting for. But it's funny as he like makes it balance and then Minoto's just behind him is like, that's not what you were supposed to do. But I guess technically you did it, so you pass. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he gets scolded for that by uh, Kuda later. Um, but he's like, you did it? And he's like, gotcha! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's so excited, and as he's running out, they throw him a ring. He's got a uh-huh. blue ring, just like, just uh, like Kudo. Kudo has. And as he's leaving, we see two other presumably students at the academy mm-hmm. coming in. One who's like, is that a new student? And then the other one who has like a pad that talks for them. Yeah, because well, he has a small voice. Mm-hmm. But it, I never saw his mouth move at all. I think it was just the pad. Oh, was it? Okay. Well, it seems that way. I'm not I sure. I guess we'll see. Yeah, and they're talking about having a new student. Um, so I'm glad we're going to get like a... like a Stable alchemy. of alchemy yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, and then um, he's walking with Kuda... Um, I think this is actually when he says the whole thing about mm-hmm. smiling with all the cami. Living with his cami friends. And she says, well, you do it that way, and I'll keep following the rules, because that's what I do. I hear you, Kudo. <laughs> and that's my girl. That's that's what Nikki said, too. She's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just keep following the rules. Um, and then we... we cut to behind them where there's a guy with the coolest wrench sword I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He's just got it over his shoulder and he's like, you fool. <laughs> yeah. You um, absolute fool. Yes. He's, it, it's just, I'm actually going to do something live on air right now, uh, Cameron, and you'll need uh-huh. your phone for this. Okay. Um, so I have seen this guy's weapon for sale as a toy. Um, and I'm going to send you that so that maybe you'll understand why I was so shocked. All right, it's coming to you. Oh, wow. It does not do the, the, the thing in the show justice at all, does it? No, not even. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, oh, is that the thing I've been seeing? <laughs> I was like, because that thing's kind of awesome. Because it looks like it's so short. Well, all of the all of the rider weapons are much much shorter. I guess um, for children. So I so I get that, but at the same time, like I don't know, this isn't even in the same realm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this could be like a wand or like yeah, I don't know. He's, he's just got this menacing sword, sword over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and yes, I know right. I know from the the toys. That it can turn into a gun. So everyone okay, okay, okay. Who doesn't love a gun sword? <laughs> yeah, everyone loves a good gun sword. Um, interestingly, um, this guy is not called a common rider. Hmm. So we see him in like an armored, like purple form. Yes. Um, in the thing, let me show you what it looks like. Um, just so you can get a. I know oh, yeah, I mean, that looks like what I would consider to be a rider. It does for me, too, but he is not considered a rider. He is um, called Hero Valard. Okay. Valvard. So I guess we'll just see. Yeah, I'm interested to see what that is. Um, you know, and there are, like, 
writer-like beings in the series uh-huh. um, that maybe aren't like, I don't know. We'll just have to see. We'll just have to. See. But um, I'm excited to kind of explore him. The episode, I feel like, is very focused on him. Mm-hmm. Like kind of him looming in the background. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what happens in the next episode. Mm-hmm. I, think, I feel like I saw him in the next time. I don't oh, know. Sure. There are lots of swords. We got a glimpse of a new form. Yes, we got a glimpse of a new form. And that same deal, um, the toy, like I I literally saw this toy and I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what that is. And yeah. then when I when I saw like even just the little glimpse on the next time, I was like, Oh, that's oh, the thing, but it it's a big sword. Yeah, big sword. And that picture doesn't look so big. <laughs> no, it looks I, like I, a massive sword. It it looks in the on the toy. It looks like a gun without a barrel, and I was like, "Is it like a boomerang shooter, or maybe it's supposed to look like a crossbow?" Like, I just had no idea. Yes, but it's just now, a big old sword, but little. Yeah. So um, the you know I followed the Geats toys fairly well, and they mm-hmm. they at least like looked like the right things. Mm-hmm. But not but, so here. Yeah, I'm I'm not necessarily as impressed with these. They're putting all their effort into the cards. They really seem to be. Um, and I don't know. Maybe they're great. Who knows? Who but. knows? Um, so I don't know if we want to rate this one either. I don't know if ratings are the thing that we want to do. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, yeah. I liked that this as kind of an improvement on the last episode. Yeah, I was... We, Full disclosure, we're doing this several days after we meant to originally. Um, so we watched it a few days ago, and then we watched it again. And when we canceled the first one, I was like, oh, man, I actually want to talk about that episode. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like the second re- the rewatch of it did me good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, just okay. when I did it the first time, I was like, I, not that I didn't like it, but I think I just felt the rushed nature of it. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, well, you just introduce this bad guy and like instantly beat him. Um, but I, have, I guess I'm just used to the longer, drawn out format a little bit. But I guess there's usually more going on, like not just like this. Kimmy has infected this person. I need to stop them. Yeah, I, and I really think that's going to be kind of our, at least for a little while, like maybe the first like ten ish episodes, ten to twelve like episodes, week kind of thing. Is going to be a freak of the week kind of thing because he's mostly just going to be collecting the Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could be totally wrong. That's just kind of how I see it going. Is like we have this kind of like Kenny collection arc, and then yeah, he's already got like six. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's hundred more, um, and then like something's going to happen. Like ten to twelve episodes in, is going to kind of shake up the format, um, and then you know. Yeah, we'll just see where it goes from there. We'll see where it goes from there. But, um, yeah, I I am much more excited about the future of this show after this episode than I was after the last. Yes, plus the next episode has a lot of swords in it, and I'm just here for that. That's an energy that I like. Yes, apparently the form of the samurai and the skateboard Mm -hmm. um, was, like, on all of the toys advertising. advertising. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, um, which is going to be the next form, obviously. Um, but 
it was on all of the advertising, but like you couldn't get it without actually buying the card packs because it didn't come with it. And everyone was like, oh, this is just going to be another form he takes in episode one. And that didn't happen. So everyone's like, why Why were they showing this form off so much? Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. Um, so now they will Now they will get that. Happy for them. And us. Happy for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the episode. Overall, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are wanting to follow us more in the wonderful world of Henshin Fever. We have we're on Instagram now. Mm-hmm. It's at Henshin.fever over there. So you can give us a follow. We'll be posting when new episodes come out, which I think are gonna be Mondays. I think that's yeah. Perhaps. Probably Mondays. About um, eight days after the subbed episodes come out. Which you know isn't super fast, but we're busy people. Yeah. And we're mostly just doing this for us. Mm-hmm. Um so you can but you can definitely follow us over there. I feel a bit intimidated because I f- I'm following a lot of like Toku and Common Rider fan pages and just seeing the things that they post. And I'm like, I don't feel like I have enough knowledge to post something interesting. <laughs> like, look at how cool this thing looks. Well, yeah. And just like, I think just making sure people know like we're newcomers to the space. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. really- well, you can check us out over there. Mm-hmm. And if, yeah, I think you can send us messages if you have thoughts about the episode. Yeah, please have please have share. thoughts. And if we get something wrong, if I used insert themes incorrectly, let me know. If we keep saying the character names wrong, sorry. Yeah, we don't speak Japanese. That's just going to happen. We're very sorry. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is good. This is fun. It was. It was good. It was fun. Um. Yeah, I want I want this show to be pretty positive, pretty upbeat. Um, if it, if you know, the episode's crappy, we're not gonna like pull punches. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do that here, no, but at the same time, like, I don't know, we're just in this to see an optimistic hero save the world, yeah. So, who doesn't want that? So, you know, we're Cameron and I, we, we've said this on our other podcast several times, which is about Boy Meets World, so that's maybe more impressive. Uh, we love using fr- the power of friendship to d- kill God. <laughs> <laughs> Boy Meets World hasn't quite done that part yet. No. Um they're not that great at friendship. No. No. You know, we're not here to talk about that. But yeah, so check us out on the social meds. Um we'll mm-hmm. probably get a email address at some point, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You can get those for pretty easily, I've heard. Yeah. Well we'll talk about all that off air. Um but yeah, that's all I've got. Me oh, too. Don't change for anyone. Change for yourself. Hishin! Sometimes.